Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Good morning, everyone. How are you? It's Friday the 13th. Ooh, Friday the 13th. Aren't you happy? There's no bad luck. There's no bad omens for a Christian. Nobody can do voodoo on you, hoodoo. A lady once did come to me. I probably told you this once. Best of the years ago. Peasant Simba, pray for me. Someone, why? Why Someone in my building opposite my, my landing, my floor for third floor. She's in, I know she's practicing voodoo on me, witchcraft. I think she got my picture in there or something. And the other day I woke up, I went out and there was a dead chicken. Uh, outside my door. She did that. She's she put, casting a spell. She's putting a curse on me. I told that lady, stop. Either throw the chicken away or bring it in and cut it up and fry that sucker. But nobody can do voodoo on a Christian. Nobody can put a hex or a curse. What kind of salvation would that be? Christ lives in me. I'm a new creation, but somebody can just put a spell on me. So, you know, 142 people in New York can be putting spells on me. Oh, come on. We're Christians. We're blessed. We should be thanking God for that and not be living in fear. So Peter is telling us what a mature Christian looks like and what are the attributes that we need to grow in. What do we need to see God do in us in increasing measure, adding to your faith, virtue? to your virtue, knowledge, and so on. And now we're down to this one. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective. Lots of people go to church and are Christian. They are ineffective and they are unproductive in their, in their walk with the Lord. That's, the Bible tells us that's possible. So increase in these. So what happens next? After godliness, mutual affection, NIV. And in my New Testament and 26 translations, Add to your godliness brotherly kindness. So the NIV, this is how I study often. Add mutual affection, brotherly affection, Weymouth's translation, love to the brethren, and Goodspeed's translation, a spirit of brotherhood. So not only be godly, not only have self-control, add this. Mutu grow in this, mutual affection, love to the brotherhood. What's that speaking about? Love to your fellow Christian, not just your family. This is one of the saddest things. Hey, listen, love your family, take care of your family, brothers, sisters, cousins, aunties, all of that stuff. But that family is not going to last forever because probably all your relatives like mine are not Christians. But how about your real family? What? I have another family? Yeah, the family of God. How many people bend over backwards for their families, which we should do everything proper, but go overboard for people who curse God and their brothers and sisters who go to church with them every Sunday? They hardly give a thought. Is that right? I'm not saying be disrespectful to your family. Don't misread me. But he says, add to your godliness brotherly affection. Love your brothers and sisters. They need your love. They need your kindness. They need your ability to deaden the pain that they're going through. There's a word that Paul used somewhere, speaking about someone who came to him when he was in prison and encouraged him, and he said, he, he comforted me. But it wasn't the typical, in fact, it's only used in that one place. 
It's not the comfort that's used of the Holy Spirit, of, you know, coming by alongside to help. It's actually a pharmaceutical word, a medical term that means deadening the pain, relieving the anguish, like an Advil. What a great thought. We can be a spiritual Advil for some brother or sister. What does it mean? They're going through a lot, but we can come alongside of them and deaden some of that pain by loving on them because they are our brother and sister. Isn't that hypocritical to call somebody brother symbol or brother whoever? I grew up in a denomination as a little kid. They never used the word pastor. Everyone was a brother or a sister. They kind of based that on the Bible. We're all brothers and sisters. Not a bad idea. So they called each other, oh, brother, sister Mary. Oh, brother John, how it's good to see you. But we're supposed to love each other like with family love. This is not the agape love. We're going to get to that. This is mutual affection among the the family. I have a brother. I have a sister. I love them both dearly. My brother Bob, my sister Pat. I love them. But I have another family that I love. My brothers and sisters. Anywhere I go in the world, I run into Christians. That makes them my brother and sister. Don't you look at it that way? We need to. If we're going to be like Christ... If we're going to follow the example of the apostles, no, you're not my brother. You're another color. You're a different denomination. You don't believe exactly the way I believe. So hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more, no more. That's not brotherly love. If you take care of your brothers and sisters in Christ, how do you think that will make God feel? Well, Jesus is the head of the spiritual body. We're the body, okay? How must the church be held back because we don't love and root for each other? Just take that. Just take that thought. How many Christians don't root for other Christians because you're not in my church? You're not a Calvinist. You're not a tongue speaker. How foolish. How grieving to God. So if you want to grow in your spiritual, into spiritual maturity, add to your godliness, not just reading the word and going to church. How about loving on some folks today? So may God lead us today to a situation where we're led to reach out or we run into something where we can show mutual love. Let me read it again from these other translations. Brotherly affection, love to the brethren and the sistren too. A spirit of brotherhood. My goodness, on my basketball teams I played on, there was more togetherness and team spirit than there is among Christians. In fact, most professional athletes, when they retire, they say, what do you miss the most? Miss being with the guys. Or if they were women athletes, missing the locker room, missing the team. Come on, let's encourage somebody today and love them in the name of the Lord. Mm -hmm.